Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Buff Nation! Let's go! Friday Vibes at the DMVR Bar. Welcome into DMVR Buffs Prime Time. We're presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Happy Friday, bro. Happy Friday, man. Uh, a lot of things going on today. Whoo, my goodness, man. A lot of things going on. It's already been a long day, I feel like. It has. Yeah. It has absolutely been a long day. Uh, and I have, like, meetings, and I'm stressed. Yeah, but uh, I'm happy to be here in these chairs talking about the buffs. Best part of the day. Um, we will get to Tyler Brown, guys. Um, we'll talk about a lot today. But first, we start off with day 13 of the scrimmage. Kind the fall of, camp, you mean? Or fall, cr- fall camp. Um, kind of a, well, it's a tune-up for tomorrow's scrimmage, basically. Yes. So it was a lighter day. It was a speed day, according to Neely. Uh, just seemed like really a dress rehearsal type of practice. Yep, exactly. Um the same way, you know, you won't have a big practice right before a game. Yep. Um, you don't have a big practice right before a scrimmage. Uh, Coach Prime is going to expect those guys to empty the tanks tomorrow. And because of that, he's going to give them a little bit of a light day today. So that's kind of what I expected. We were sitting up um, just to kind of take you guys behind the scenes. We get to practice uh, every day very early um, because you never know when things are going to end. Although they were an hour and a half. No, they were an hour early the first day yeah and i believe i've been late ever every day since then but the first day uh scared us into being early every day so we get to like hear practice um like yesterday when shernette estes had that amazing catch we could hear it right Uh, we're like oh something crazy happened you saw everyone running down there so you can kind of see a little bit but not enough to like derive takeaways we also don't want to like look like we're uh snooping on things you know you look over when you hear some loud noises or whatever uh, anyways, it was quiet today. First time mm-hmm. uh, of camp that it was quiet, and I think that's because it was mostly a uh, a mental day, a walkthrough day, like you said, a speed day. Yep. Um, so not the normal intensity of practice, as it should be. Right. A few notes. Shador was on it again today. Uh, Neely said he's just not going to have a bad practice. This is just who he is as a football player, man. <laughs> Enjoy it. It's facts. <laughs> it's facts. Um, when you can put the football wherever you want and you know where to put it, Yep. well, it becomes a pretty easy uh, little game playing pitch and catch. He just seems, again, so happy, so in control of everything. Um, can't help but make you feel good about what's going on in the field, even though we can't see what's going on most days. 100%. We pressed Neely to tell us who won, offense or defense, and he was adamant 
it was a draw. Um, again, probably because it was kind of a prep day, a walkthrough-ish type of day, uh, speed day as he called it. But um, same thing with the players of the day. We asked for offensive and defensive players of the day. Instead, he gave us a special teams player. Yes. Mata. Mata, baby. Mata came through. Um, you know, the other day in the locker room, um, well, anyways, um, the other day, <laughs> Mata was talking about how he hit a 53-yarder, and according to Neely, Coach Prime put him up against it today and said, uh, here you go, 53. I don't think you can make it too far, out of your range. Mm -hmm. And Mata, as Neely described it, made the kick with eight yards to spare. Yes, he did. Um, Neely also said kind of what we said on Wednesday when we did projected starters and they asked us about the special teams. It feels like it's going to be situational kicking as yep. who the kicker is going to be on the field. And that's what I've said, I mean, maybe since the Jace Feely transfer was announced. Right, right. Uh, is you're going to have a big leg kicker, a short distance kicker. Um, I don't know how to feel about it. I think as long as the expectations are clear and everyone knows exactly when their time is, it makes it easy, right? Yes. Um, the only time where it's a little weird is like, let's say it's, Fringe. let's say they want um, Mata from 45 and Exactly. In, and it's third and eight and they are on the 40 yard line. There's a chance that they gain seven and kick it. Although I guess they'd probably just go for it. But yeah. you know, <laughs> If if it's that cut and dry, then two guys could have to be sitting there saying, okay, I might be going in depending on how many yards that we gain on this next play. Yeah. Um, that's just a mental thing that they'll have to prepare for individually and like figure out. But very, uh, very interesting kind of situation. And I've seen it done before. Um, Broncos did it. Yep. Connor Barth and Brandon McManus. Yep. So... It can be done, and it can work, mm -hmm. uh, and it'll give those guys, you know, both great opportunities. All right, let's talk about it. Uh, Coach OB was on the podium. We'll talk about everything else he said, but the big news was when he was asked about Tyler Brown. Uh, he revealed that he was recovering from mono, which makes sense why he wasn't on the field for as long as he was, even though he was at the facility and with the team. But then more importantly, he's going to have to deal with the NCAA um, and eligibility because he already used one transfer or his free transfer to JSU when he was at Louisiana. Now he needs to be cleared via a waiver from the NCAA to be eligible to play this season. Uh, we should be expecting that sometime next week. Yeah, this is a unfortunate situation um, that we've kind of known about for a little while here. Yeah. Uh, and we're hoping that we would just never have to talk about it. Right. Um, but it's kind of down to the wire now. Um, sounds like they'll find out next week kind of what's going on here. But yeah, um, here's what I can say on the situation. Um, from what I've been told, Tyler Brown's cases is, is as good, if not the best of anyone in the country to get the waiver for an immediate transfer, immediate eligibility. With that being said, I've also been told the NCAA has said that they don't want to grant any of these. Yep. Zero. Mm -hmm. So they were planning to deny everyone's. We just saw what happened with Maddox Cop. Exactly. Um, and that you know caused a stir last week. Well, this is the same situation that a lot of different guys uh, who have transferred twice 
are now dealing with. Um, so uh, I can't imagine what it feels like uh, for Tyler. You know, we've uh, we've had a chance to talk to him and just tell him, hey, man, we we're in your corner and yep. we hope it all works out for you. But um, man, the, the NCAA just being the NCAA, making life more difficult on these kids. In Tyler Brown's case, he left after a coaching change from his first college, and he transferred after a coaching change from his next place, um, you know, and so on and so forth. He has such a great case for why this doesn't make sense to hold him out that I just hope hope uh, hope it, it falls in his favor. Exactly. So to go through the timeline, Tyler Brown joined Louisiana in 2019 as a freshman, uh, redshirted that season, played in 10 games in 2020 at Louisiana, uh, they also that unit was actually named the Joe Moore Award semifinalist for best offensive line in the country that year. 2021, he makes one appearance. One appearance um, after that season, Billy Napier leaves. He goes on to Florida, where he is now and starting his second season. That is when Tyler hit the portal and used his free transfer that everyone has in the country um, to transfer wherever you want one time. And then, obviously, at JSU, played really well there. And then entered the portal after Coach Prime left. And this is the process now. Yeah. So that's where we stand. Yep. Uh, and just because I saw this in the comments of the O'Boyle video that we posted on YouTube, someone said like, oh, so he wasn't sick and this was all just a cover up for his eligibility. Um, Coach O'Boyle also mentioned that, that Tyler was sick. Yes. So um, it's, a, it's really, you know, He's got a lot on his plate right now, but uh, he has a great family that has his back. Yep. Uh, Buff Nation has his back. Um, you know, JSU fans have his back. A lot of people love Tyler Brown, uh, and no matter what, he's going to have a, a great so support system around him. Let's just hope that the NCAA uses logic mm -hmm. in this situation and allows him to play this season. So let's talk about what, Co what, what else Coach O'Boyle said today. Um, great day on the podium, by the way. We got yeah. two players. Uh, we got Van and we got Savion Washington. Rare to get good, good podium stuff from offensive linemen. I know. <laughs> they were awesome, though. Uh, Coach OB was great, too. He was asked about Tank and his progression since he got here um, back in December. He said he's becoming a leader. By example, that is. Uh, he's really happy with his, the way he's progressed since the spring, and it's been evident when you watch well off. Um Kind of when we talked to him last week, he just sounds like a more confident guy. We obviously know where his mental is as a player. He's really, you know, top of his game or top of uh, anyone's game in that department in the way he watches film. And uh, he's projecting to be lockdown left tackle here for Shador Sanders. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Coach O'Boyle on the competition between the defense and offense at practice. He said our defense is very aggressive. They bring lots of pressure. He also mentioned we're seeing a lot of the same things from a structure standpoint that TCU does. So some slight TCU prep, but not until really the week after this next week will they really get into that stuff. Yeah. And I think that's about on normal pace. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about this a little bit, I think, off air. But if you start putting in game planning stuff this week, you know, 17 days out, let's say, from the game, you're gonna have to re -go you're gonna have to go back over it anyways. Yes. Um. So maybe you have a few things that are um, what's the word um, you're kind of plugging them into the brains of these guys throughout camp that sure. you know you're gonna use. But if you start making a game plan too early, I think you risk the guys forgetting it. So you're gonna have to circle back anyway. 
two weeks, you know, if you think of a bye week, you would use both weeks to exactly. focus on your opponent. That's about the max length uh, that you're looking for. Yeah, and just, I mean, every other game week is going to be literally one week. It's going to be Monday to Friday, and then you play the game Saturday. So it's not anything I'd worry about. Um, I'm sure Shador's already mentioned he's been watching film and stuff. So they're going to be ready for September 2nd when they actually make it down to Fort Worth. Absolutely. Coach O'Boyle was asked about Jack Bailey. We'll talk a bit about, more about him here shortly. He said Jack Bailey brings a short, a certain sort of toughness, sorry, that we don't have. He's a very physical kid. He takes a lot of pride in not getting beat. He's just a grinder. He was asked about if he has a starting five yet. Um, he said no. He said there's a good group I'm possibly counting on of six or seven guys, so almost there. He said right now, though, we're really trying to develop the second team and figure that out. Yep. So, uh, and we'll talk. We, we can talk about what that first team looks like in a second. Yes, Landon Beebe. He was asked about as well. That was um, me. That was you. Yeah, and you brought up just all the different positions he's played and just all over the offensive line. He said, "Here's more of an interior guy for us. He can do it all. Landon brings maturity, confidence, and he's an extreme competitor. He's been a guy that's really, at least to me, stood out throughout um, camp and since he got to campus." Yeah, you've been you've been uh, Landon BB guy number one. Yes, sir. All right, we'll talk about what Van and what Savion had to say. But shout out to our friends at the American Raptors at Infinity Park. The 2023 Rugby Town Sevens Tournament is taking place at Infinity Park from next Friday, August 24th, 25th through Sunday, August 27th. 20 teams from all over the world will be competing for a $10,000 grand prize. Current tournament consists of 62 teams over the course of three days, or 62 games, sorry. Tickets are just 10 bucks and $20 for a weekend pass. Kids 12 and under are free. If you didn't get the ticket you wanted as an elite athlete, check out the opportunities at Infinity Park. Rugby just may be your next ride. They got tons of guys from all over the sports world playing out there. So check them out next weekend at the Rugby Sevens. Again, tickets start at just 10 bucks. Visit AmericanRaptors.com to learn more. And a shout out to our friends at Kind Love. We're excited to partner with Kind Love. Um, they've been, or they were one of the first dispensaries established in Colorado back in 2010. They're known for cultivating some of the highest quality cannabis in the state. Uh, check out their Turbo Core line. They've got Turbo Core inserts. They've got Turbo Core joints. They got two locations: Cherry Creek and North Denver. Mentioned DMVR and received the DMVR exclusive discount of 25% off all Kind Love flower pre-rolls and their turbo joint line you can also visit their website at kindlove.com and use the code dmvr and you'll and you can get that coupon uh for online ordering and use their full extensive menu boom all right van wells was on the podium after coach o'boyle hit the thumbs up if you love offensive linemen do it also subscribe to the podcast while you're at it hell yeah um, Van Wells, of course, a guy who came in last year as a true freshman, immediately when I got there was a name I heard about as a guy who could contribute right away. That's what he did. Started at center, became a PFF All-American freshman player. Um, he was asked about Coach OB's uh, teaching. He said he's a technician. He wants us to be perfect in all the little things. And then I thought this was interesting on Sean Luce's offense. He said, I push the pace. We go as fast as the O-line goes. Well, yeah. He's the, you know, he's the one who snaps the ball. He's the trigger man. That's true. Um, so as soon as he gets there, you know, mm -hmm. uh, things can move forward. 
he just seems like he's emerged as a leader. I mean, he's been yes. around Shador since he's got here, but um, having these guys from last year not only make the team, but emerge as leaders like Trevor, like Tank, like Van, I think it's massive for this team and going to be one of the main differences. It's such a big turnaround this year. You know, the one thing that you really heard from everyone up there was how cerebral both Shador and Van are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jake, I remember the Broncos starting two rookies uh, at quarterback and center. It was Lloyd Cushenberry and it was Drew Locke. Drew Locke, I guess, technically was in his second year, uh, but it was his first year starting. And I just remember thinking like, ah, this is such a disadvantage uh -huh. compared to like Peyton Manning and Jeff Saturday in year 11. Right. You know, it's yep. like these guys have seen everything together. They know everything together. They know each other's body language. They can almost communicate without even having to speak. And that goes so far in an offense to have Shador, who I've talked about and you have as well since the day he got here, what a smart player he is. Yeah. Uh, maybe the most underrated part of his game and Van Wells, who is absolutely way up there from the center position is a weapon, dude, you know, and Savion Washington talked about, Hey, those guys see things that even I can't see. And Shador sets the protection and slides the protection before the ball's even snapped. Dude, there are guys in the NFL right now starting at quarterback who don't do that at a high rate. Yeah, for sure. So that is a, a massive advantage for this offense. And it's really cool um, to see the kind of friendship and partnership that those two have as the, you know, the, the battery there. He then spoke on the differences he's noticed between last year and this year. He talked about a lot. Go check out the video on our YouTube page. Um, but for him, he said he got to see what was out there last year and played at the Pac-12 level, of course, played at a very high level. Last year, I was playing off of talent. This year, I get to use experience and just know more about the game. Again, this guy is just beginning to get better as a player. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, on the comp competition he faces in practice, Van said, the whole D-line is good. They have depth. Everyone can play. It's going to be hard for the other teams we go up against. Uh, then Savion Washington took the podium. He was asked why he picked CU out of Wait, the portal. Well, go ahead. He took the podium, and I had to move our camera back. <laughs> yeah. You can actually see it in the video because he stood up there, and his head was cut off from the <laughs> shot that I had. So I had to take three steps back with the camera. Audio is probably not as good because I had to get further away just to get him into the frame. His head's almost touching the middle of the tent. Yes. Yes. He's tall as hell. It's crazy how big those two tackles are. Um, asked about YCU coming out of the portal. He said the transition was the easiest it could have been. Uh, with OB, I know everything he wants. He knows what Coach Lewis and Coach Prime want as well. He was asked about going against CU's defensive line. He said, our defensive ends are going to be crazy this year. Love to hear it. Yes, sir. Love to hear it. You know, there's... I know we all know uh, how much better this team is going to be than, than they were in years past. But I've never heard like teammates, coaches, people talk about a team the way that they ha they are right now. Mm -hmm. Like Brewster yesterday. Start with Brew yesterday, using the word elite twice. Yeah. When talking about Shador Sanders, um, you hear you know Savion today saying our defensive ends are going to be crazy. Uh, all you know, um, the all the comments that have been made about the wide receivers like. 
more than anything, I think this team believes they're really good. Yes. And that's powerful. Absolutely, man. Savion spoke on the potential of this offense. Uh, of course, he saw it pretty much at its peak when uh, Dustin Crum was there a few years ago. They struggled a bit last year at Kent State. He said this offense is already crazy with the weapons we have. I feel like we have some of the best receivers in the country. We've heard that from multiple people at this point. Yep, and Neely said if he had to give an offensive player of the day today, it would have gone to Zay Weaver. Um, he's been making some crazy catches, dude. Yeah. Like, there's so, so many dope. guys who can just go get it on this team. Yep. Um, all right, secret weapon time. Savion Washington was asked about playing with Jack Bailey again at CU. He said, having Jack here makes it easier for everybody. He also said that he knows more about this offense than him, than practically everyone but Sean Lewis and Shador at this point. Yep. And maybe Bill O'Boyle. Yeah. Um, so I made that the headline. Essentially, this the transfer who's underrated that is going to have a huge impact for Colorado. And it is Jack Bailey. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a guy who I think was hand-selected by Bill O'Boyle to just say, hey, I need this guy here. Yep. Uh, he saw what the offensive line looked like in the spring and said, we need some more toughness. Yep. Uh, and so he brought him in. And as he said today, he brings a toughness that no one else quite brings. And I know from talking to Bill O'Boyle in the past and watching a little bit about him and learning about him, that means he's playing. Yes. That means Jack Bailey's playing and he's going to play a lot. I think I might have mentioned this earlier this week or last week on the show, but I was also told from someone in the, in the program that he might be the most mature player on the team just in terms of the way he carries himself, the way he lives his right. life. Yeah. Um, the person told me it's like it's almost alarming how much of an adult he is. I'm going to check his uh, eligibility real quick. So, you know, like I said, OB went out and gotten just absolutely lit up when talking about him today. And uh, I think... Of all the transfers, we maybe have talked about him the least. Probably. And he's going to be a starter. He's got two years to play, too, as well. Yep. So this may not even be his last year if he uh, decides to come back and, I guess, be another starter returning for next season. Yep. And, and you know, um, we start, we of course always started on the human side, which is, you know, how we'll kind of always look at things. So, like, you're, you know, just so concerned for Tyler Brown and, hope it all works out for him right on the football side thankfully the buffs have put themselves in a position to not be in big trouble at the guard position if they don't get tyler brown we hope they do for sure and then they'll you know have kind of an embarrassment of riches i think um but in the situation they are they have jack bailey jack wilty landon bb um i'm probably even forgetting one uh as options and it should allow them to be able to withstand if that has to happen. Uh, I missed a quote. This was from Van Wells talking to him. He was asked about CU being predicted 11th in the preseason media poll. He said they're just predicting off of last year. This is a whole new team and a whole new coaching staff. We just block out the noise. We know what we're going to do. Mm. The confidence coming out of this team. I love it, man. I love it, too. Uh, reflection of their coach. Yes, sir. Uh, anything else from the podium today that you want to talk about? I think we hit it all. 
then shout out to our friends at Illegal Pete's. This episode of the DMVR Buffs podcast is brought to you by Illegal Pete's. They offer handmade mission-style burritos, bowls, and tacos crafted with responsibly sourced high-quality ingredients. They got a full bar. Stop by, get a craft beer or a margarita. Their happy hours 3 to 8 p.m. every single day at all 12 locations. Illegal Pete's is your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer and has been for 28 years. I think I might see them very, very soon. Ooh, I did. I did forget to bring up Reggie Young, and Reggie Young was brought up by Coach O'Boyle. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking of the grad transfers, who they want to play? Yes, they've got. I mean, I thought they did a great job addressing this offensive line via the portal and everything else. Um, I can't complain about really anything on the offensive line. You'd love to have Tyler Brown. I guess is the only thing. Yep. Uh, then we got uh, one more shout-out to our friends over at Game Time. Game Time is the best place to buy last-minute tickets, the lowest price guaranteed. Uh, buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful, and Game Time makes it fast and easy for whatever you want to go to. We got Rockies tickets. Uh, we got football coming up very soon. Get your Buffs tickets there. Yep. Get your Broncos tickets or whatever team you support. When you download the GameTime app and create an account, use the code DMVR. You'll get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code DMVR. You'll get $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All righty. <laughs> Brandon said, did John De Niro speak today? Maybe. I spoke with him off the record. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Um, jerseys or scrimmage? Jerseys, jerseys. I'm sure, many of you guys saw, but you can now buy most of your favorite CU players' jerseys. Yep. Um, let me try and pull up the link. I saw Cormani's mom tweeted out with uh, Cormani's jersey. You can go to shop.cubuffs.com. That's where it all is. Uh, but they got like 50 players on there. Yes, they do. Uh, do you want to talk about the players that are there or the players that aren't there first? <laughs> um, let's talk about the players that aren't. So a lot of people asking me, where's Travis? Where's Shador? Where's Shiloh? Um, and without knowing exactly what, you know, the uh, individual decisions and why, um, each player has to agree individually to the deal that is presented by whatever it is, Nike fanatics, the, mm -hmm. the school, there's you know, ton, all sorts of different hands in the pot. Um, and if I were to guess, I would say that those guys felt they deserved a better deal. Yeah. And I don't think that, um, again, whoever's in charge of brokering this deal were, was planning on doing different deals for different players, depending on different popularity. But let's just think about this, Jake. In one of these scenarios, how many Sanders 21 jerseys do you think would be sold? The infinite amounts? Yes, because, you know, as much as Shiloh has his own fan base and people love that, also people just think it's cool to have Sanders and 21 on yep. the back of a Buffs jersey. Yep. Um, obviously, Shador and obviously Travis, too, are going to move crazy numbers when it comes to that. And so, again, I'm guessing... That they didn't love the deal and i respect that and i understand it um you know it's 
it's crazy to say this about college football players because I've, I don't know if I've ever been able to say this before. They don't need the money. Yep. You know, they're not hurting. They're not, you know, hoping a check comes in from fanatics uh, to help them pay the rent this month. Right. So if they don't feel like that's, uh, you know, up to their worth, then, uh, then I respect and understand their decision. Yep. Um, it's a bummer, but we talked about this at the media day, at Pac-12 media day. They're just more famous than almost everyone else. And so they just have kind of a different set of rules sometimes. Yep. And I don't know if there's bylaws or anything like that that prevents this from happening. But I'll tell you what, let's just say those guys felt they deserved 25%. Mm-hmm. I think it would be worth it. Sure. For those companies. Uh, because they'd go crazy. Shador Sanders has over a million Instagram followers. Yeah. So, you know, he's going to sell exponentially more than a lot of players. Uh, but, you know, this is a, this is a capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> Put it bluntly, yes. Yeah. Um, those three guys aren't there. You can get a Javon Antonio jersey, though. You can get Tyler Brown, our guy. You can get Shane Cokes. Jimmy Horn. Jimmy Horn. Dylan, Dylan Edwards. Edwards. Uh, who else do we got? Adam Hopkins. Chance Main, Caleb Mathis is there. Amari McNeil, Omaria Miller. Tons of guys. You can even get uh, Jacob Polite's jersey. Let's go. We might have to get <laughs> one of those and put it up here on the no set. No joke, man. Uh, Savelle Smalls. Tons of guys. You can even get our uh, our punter, Mark Vissette, on there. Let's go. Apparently, he's balling. He is balling out. Trevor Woods as well. Tons of guys. Um, let's talk about this scrimmage. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. What? What? We're still on jerseys. All right, go you for it. You got to pick one. Who are you taking? Dylan. Oh, quick and fast. Yeah, it's, it's easy. Um, I thought Dylan too, as one of my options. Um, as a bigger guy, I feel like the Shane Cokes ninety nine <laughs> would look you go. good on me. Hell yeah, man. Um, three. I don't love the number three. A J five jersey. And then I was gonna too. say the one that really. Uh, would be hard to pass up as Jimmy Horn. You know, one of the better stories on the team. Yeah, they got Cormani. Lightning speed. Um, and just an all-around really cool dude. So. how? What, take a guess. Of which jersey do you think would sell the most out of all those players? Which will sell the most? I yeah. bet we can actually find this out eventually. Probably. Um, I, could probably I could probably even find out, you know, who's sold the most this week by the end of the week. Um Jimmy Horn. So the guys I mentioned are up there. I'm going to throw out the number 44 Charlie Offered all jersey. Though. Oh, my God. No chance. No Bro, chance. You're going to see that jersey it, this year. It'll sell. It'll sell. You're going to see it. But not number one. It's going to be. Uh, what's crazy is. Jersey sales are interesting. What's crazy is, like, there's so many fans out there who will buy a jersey who just don't know yet. Right. Like, there's there's levels to this. <laughs> There's the people who tune into this show every day and tune into Well Off every day, tune into, you know, all the different things every day. So they know the team. There's a lot of people who just saw the names when they transferred in, maybe watched a highlight or two, saw something on Twitter and don't know. So, like, if Jimmy Horn goes for 125 and two tuds against TCU, then all of a sudden his jersey sales are going crazy. Right. It's actually kind of cool to think that, like, these guys can directly profit yeah. off of their own performances. Yep. Welcome to the NIL era, man. 
These are official jerseys, by the way, so it's it's legit as legit can get. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, let's talk about this scrimmage. We're gonna be there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing about Jake is he'll uh, ask a question, get an answer, and then forget the answer. I just want to make sure, man. <laughs> yes, uh, we will be there tomorrow for the scrimmage. Um, crazy uh, honor, honestly, to be able to go and for sure and attend and be you know one of the few people that are going to get to watch that. Yeah, um, an honor that I took so seriously that I spent good money to move a flight because technically today <laughs> was supposed to be my last day on this show for a while, which was going to be very sad. Yeah, um, I'm going to Ecuador this weekend. Yes, sir. That is where Allie is from. Uh, she has a lot of family there, and there's a family wedding going on this weekend. So we were supposed to leave tomorrow. And then we got the invite. <laughs> so now we're not leaving tomorrow. We are leaving Sunday. Uh, that was an opportunity that you just couldn't pass up, obviously. And so uh, we're making moves. Um, but I guess it's just as good a time as any to say, I'll miss you guys. I'll be gone for a little while. Uh, I'm going to try and check in as often as I possibly can. And it's bittersweet for me. Uh, I've I'm always sure. wanted to go there. Um, but I, I don't want to leave here right now. Uh, and, you know, this was something that was planned <laughs> even before Coach Prime was hired. So got to got to got to go. But uh, tomorrow is going to be amazing. I've been hearing about this trip since Coach Prime was hired, basically. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because remember when the week zero thing yes. was thrown out there? That was when I was supposed to be there. Yeah. So that one I was like, all right, if there's a game, I can't. I have to go to the game. Right, right. Uh, and then that got thrown out. So, yeah, it's been a thing for a long time. But forget my trip. <laughs> Let's we're talk going, about it. We're going to the scrim tomorrow. Um, we'll do five things that we're looking forward to or just want to see tomorrow. Do you want to start? Yes. Go for it. Offensive line. All right. Uh, I want to see how those boys are looking, how they're holding up, and who is in and when they're rotating. Remember, OB today said we have five guys. Actually, he said we have six guys, maybe seven. I kind of thought the maybe seven was the Tyler Brown right. situation. Right. Um, so I want to see who those six are. Sure. Uh, and, you know, one of those things that I'll have the old no, old trusty notebook, notebook out, be able to write it down and mm -hmm. see what's going on there. Uh, my first one is going to be my guy, Dylan Edwards. I want to see how he's used, but... I'm just looking forward to to see how many he actually breaks open and how much he actually runs tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, he's so fun to watch. I think when he finished that run yesterday <laughs> in the um, situational period, Ooh. he said, I'm effing nasty, bro. Yes. <laughs> I love it, bro. Fired me up. R running right by Coach Prime. Yeah, <laughs> Coach Prime and Bucky going, woo. <laughs> nasty bro that fired me up so much we told y'all he was balling yesterday like he's been balling every day but yesterday he just went off completely every day dylan uh your next uh i guess thing you're looking forward to tomorrow i just want to see what the running back rotation looks like okay uh it's maybe the biggest up in the air question of who's gonna play when and where mm -hmm. um if they're going full speed, full contact, I don't know if we're going to get to see Alton or Cavassier. Yeah. Uh, but I, then that, that even, you know, makes it interesting. Okay, well, how are they working the guys that are there? So looking forward to that for sure. I will say the secondary. 
Um, most notably, Cormani McLean, just how he's doing so far, but also just how is this rotation going to look at safety? Mm-hmm. And then um, when Travis isn't out there, who's going to be the next corner up? I mean, I'm sure Cormani. Do you think we'll see him play with the ones tomorrow? I don't know. And that brings me to an interesting question. I'm definitely excited to see what, what's up with Cormani. Do you? This was a theory thrown out there. Someone said they thought that Coach has Cormani working with the twos so that he can go up against the ones every day. Right. So he's getting tested by the best mm-hmm. every single day. It's an interesting theory. Yeah, it's the trial by fire that Travis was talking about. Yes. Um, your next pick, and then we'll go. So it's three each, I guess. You give one more, I'll give one more. Okay, I will go with uh, pass rush. Mm. I want to see, one, just how they're looking, and two, how they're rotating that. Who's out there first? Who's out there second? Sure. I'm going to say uh, tight ends, more specifically Michael Harrison. Yeah. Uh, let's see him continue to stack good days. He's had a great week of practice, it seems. Let's hope it carries over to the scrimmage and see if he's actually uh, what Coach Bruce said he is so far. Dude, the craziest part about this is, like, you and I are both kind of, for lack of a better term, like football heads. Sure. We love the X's and O's. We love the schemes. Yes. We love all this stuff. And the hardest part about watching these videos every day is you don't get to see any of that. I know. <laughs> it feels like I'm being like, I don't know, like fed crumbs. Yep. You know, and you're just starving. Yep. And they're just like, here you go. Here's a little breadcrumb. Um, so that's what I'm picking for my last one. I'm excited to just like watch from a football perspective. We really just get to watch from a fan perspective on yeah. well-off videos. It's like, oh, there's my guy Dylan. He's making right. a play, you know. Whereas tomorrow we get to watch and be like, oh, okay, I see how Dylan got got mm-hmm. there. Um, did you see, speaking of, did you see OB jumping up and down in the background of the screen going to the house yesterday? No, I didn't. Oh, my God. It was great. <laughs> he was in the back of, I'm pretty sure it's him, um, in the back of Darius's video, slightly out of focus. But you see him, mm. he's kind of like almost like blocking himself like yeah. he's like leaning yeah and then they go out and get that block to free it up and he just jumps and fist pumps i was <laughs> like wow go. that's dope. so yeah excited to watch football from a real football perspective tomorrow uh just one more just, i don't know if we're gonna be right on the sidelines or whatever it is i'm just so hyped to be close to this team and just see how it works yep. up close and personal yep the i want to see coach prime coaching up at close yep. um these guys you know how do they interact on the sidelines and what are they talking about and stuff like that um i have no like we don't really know what to expect or you know what to uh what what we're gonna be able to do and not be able to do we're gonna obviously uh play it very safe yes of course <laughs> um <laughs> but uh, we'll be creating content with neely afterwards so you guys yes. have that to look forward to uh, the plan right now would be to do a show mm-hmm. uh, and discuss, you know, what we saw and all those things. So uh, really, really looking forward to it. Wow. Six show week for the chat. Yep. are getting spoiled out there. Yep. All right. Let's take some questions real quick. Shout out to our friends at Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for this summer and the warm days ahead with their premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Uh, strong, durable frames, extremely clear polarized optics. Shady Rays has hundreds and hundreds of sunglasses, tons of combinations. Check them all out at their website, or you can go to the Park Meadows Mall and shop their entire collection. 
If you go to ShadyRays.com, use the code DMVR, you'll get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. And you can try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. All right. Owens. When do they begin TCU install officially? I'd imagine Monday of TCU week. Well, no. I thought Coach OB said they're going to start next week. But like full scouting for TCU? Like, I think they're still trying to figure themselves out this next week. Though. Yeah, I think you definitely start to install stuff this coming week. Okay. Um, and probably start scout team. We'll have answers shortly. Yep. Um, what's up, Cole? Travis, any other transfers being impacted outside of TB? Um, Can't speak on everything. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Dima, who's the backup punter? I'm assuming it's Trent Carrizosa from last year. They didn't bring in another punter, did they? Not that I know of. Remember Coach Prime? Oh, he did say that. Alluded yeah. to it. Yep. Um, he said, oh, we might bring in another backup punter, another long, long snapper. snapper. So there's that. Um, they already have like three or four long snappers, I think, though. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Antoine, what is the process of the waiver? Is it more likely uh, for it not to be waived? Um, I don't really know how this process goes, honestly. Essentially, you apply for it. Um, it's supposed to go in front of a committee who decides whether or not you know the case is good enough. Um, but like we said, the NCAA basically said they don't want to approve anyone's this mm -hmm. year, yeah, um, or they're not planning to. And so, like we even just saw yesterday about the kid who uh, transferred to be closer to his mother, who's sick. A uh, kid from Miami, I believe. Yep, he went from Miami to Florida State. Something along something those like lines? I think it might be the other way around. Yep. Something like that, though. And unfortunately, uh, you know, they're not. It sounds like he's not going to get it either. Mm -hmm. um, so you you apply for the waiver. If you get denied, you can appeal it. Um, and you you know you hope that uh, like I said earlier that the NCAA uses logic. Yeah, man, it's not an ideal situation. Obviously, it sucks. Um, Cole Whitey. Hi, hey, RK. How, who do I email to get in, into the DMVR Madden League? Timmy from Sweden at gmail.com. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's my guy, Timmy. He's from Sweden. <laughs> Thank you for the background. Yeah. Uh, Rana watching from Bangkok. Wow. Thank you for the super chat. That's amazing. Rana from Bangkok. Shout out, man. Crazy. We awesome. got people all over the world. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, what's up, Eric? Why do you only have one free transfer? That's uh, just the rules. Yeah, I mean, I think they're just trying to stop it from being the wild, wild west. It's already the wild, wild west. Right. But I don't know. You can envision a world where everyone's just transferring every year. Exactly. Um, and so I think they're trying to stop that from happening. Yeah. College football is uh, in a weird place when it comes to roster building right now and the portal. Eric, um, what do you need to see from tomorrow's scrimmage? What players need to make a statement? Everyone. Um, yeah, for sure. 
you know, I think Coach Prime has been trying to push it for these guys all week. Nothing is set in stone yet. No one is safe. Everyone's job is up in the air, and, and OB told us that today as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I tell these guys every single day that they are fighting for their job. No one's job is safe. So, you know, you want to see everyone go out there and make plays. I don't think there's anyone... I don't know. I don't think there's anyone who's like... It, it's so different than I'm, I'm imagining NFL camp where it's like, okay, well, this guy's been the long-term incumbent starter, and right. he has to go out there and have a good preseason game or else this young kid's going to come take his job. Right. You know, like, it's so different because everyone kind of came in on equal footing here. Uh, players that need to make a statement. Um, I don't really... I Cormani? Think, yeah, for sure. Um, and then what you said at the offensive line, just... Hopefully we come away with a clear top five, I think, after Saturday. I think that'd be a great thing to have if that does come true. Yep. Uh, Michael, the ones don't go against each other. Why? It's just the way Coach Prime does it, I guess? Yep. It was That's actually going to be my next question to Coach Prime. Mm -hmm. uh, um, if we, you know, Next time we get him in a press conference setting, if that happens before TCU, which I assume it will. Um because every coach does it differently, I would love to just know his philosophy, why he likes to do it that way. Yep. A lot of coaches mix it up. They, they'll rotate, you know, and I just think the coaches that do it this way is usually because they're trying to get rhythm and timing right mm -hmm. on both sides, mm -hmm. especially on offense uh, and when it comes to rhythm and timing. But this is so much more about scheme and those sort of things at this stage of fall camp that it makes sense uh, to, you know, go ones on twos. Yep. Uh, Nicholas, what's up, dude? Uh, what are we all looking forward to seeing from the offense tomorrow? How do y'all think? Who do y'all think will be the best cornerback? Um, besides Travis, I'm really interested to see Carter. Carter Stoutmeyer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Marion Cooper as well. Mm -hmm. Both of them co getting coached very hard. Omarion and Cooper. Omarion, yes. Well, I know for sure it's Omarion Miller, but mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to bank on the <laughs> pronunciation being the same for both guys. Um, from the offense tomorrow, I want to just see some some bombs. Yep. Some <laughs> big plays, They're awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jared, what's up? Take your best, best crack at where CU might be ranked. If they win each game through the first five weeks, so starting 1-0, 2-0, etc., if they win against TCU, I, I don't think they'll get ranked. I don't think it'll happen. No, 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 no. No one believes in this team. Exactly. Even if they beat TCU, it'll be considered like, oh, my God, what a crazy upset. Right. They beat Nebraska, do you think they get ranked after beating TCU? No. 3-0 isn't going to do anything either then. No, I think TCU. it will. I think it will. Uh, if they beat Nebraska and they beat TCU and then they go blow out Colorado State, okay, then I think people will say, okay, this team's for real. Um, and then, of course, if you're four and zero going into USC and then five and zero or four and zero after USC and five and zero after Oregon, then I don't know how you're not ranked at that point. You're probably top fifteen, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think they want that. Like, I don't know. I, I'm. Uh, a cynic when it comes to this stuff mm -hmm. but i'm like i think they'll want those early pack 12 matchups to be like ranked matchups yeah um so you know people will be kind of moving colorado up their ballot and and that'll help 
Some people saying 3-0, some 4-0, some just saying it'll take a while. Interesting. I don't think people... I th- I, I can't imagine a world where they're 3-0 and not ranked. Everyone will have watched all of their games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So the the Colorado State one will be the hardest because it's 8 o'clock our time. Right. Um. So, you know, it's going to be a, probably the East Coasters will be asleep. But 3-0 would get it done, in my opinion. Who's next? What's up, Jamal? Uh, will you guys try to get an interview with T.O.? Um, we didn't see him today, actually. Yeah, but... But... Uh, for sure. For sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, if we get a chance. I was actually really hoping that CU would walk him out. Like they, I know he's not Cordell Stewart and doesn't have really anything to do with this university, but I was really hoping they'd walk him out like they did with the, uh, Cordell in the spring. Oh, like give him a podium appearance. Yeah, yeah. I see. That would be cool. Uh, What's up, Cole, my guy? When is Uncle Neely coming back? I'll bring him in next week. Well, also probably tomorrow. Well, yeah, of course, tomorrow, <laughs> for sure. So, so he'll be on here a lot more often uh, coming up very soon. And then our guy, Sean, when are we going to get Neely and Rob J as guests on the pod together? We need uh, we need Rob J to make a, a trip out. Yeah. That would be sweet. Hopefully uh, he makes it out here. It'd be amazing if he did. Oh, yeah, for sure. Let me just look at this really quick because Owens asked uh, what – area we're sitting in for TCU yeah so I want to make sure that I get this right if we actually have it uh, we don't it's not in here but we just sent out the itinerary today uh, to everyone who's signed yes. up so but I, I I wish I could remember what the section is my bad um, tickets will be handed out at the tailgate also so for everyone asking about that, um, just show up to the tailgate, and you'll be all set. Anything else? Kellen says Brady Russell hype. He did score a touchdown last night. Shout out to Brady Russell. Yeah. Um, caught it from Tanner McKee, who if you listen to this podcast last year, I told y'all about Tanner McKee, man. <laughs> told y'all. Anything else? Are you good? I'm good. Can't wait for tomorrow. Uh, appreciate everyone for tuning in all week. And uh, like I said, if I forget tomorrow because we're so uh, riled up about getting to watch real football, mm-hmm. um, then I will miss you guys dearly for the next couple of weeks. Yes. Uh, we've got TDSP coming on right after this. We're previewing college football for the 2023 season. If you guys want to tune in, I'll be there. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.